0: Hello and welcome to the Conscious Locker Room Podcast. My name's Tully O'Connor and I'm the host and creator of the show and I'm really stoked to be here. I'm really excited to be launching this. It's been a, a long time in the making. And my intention with this podcast, with this platform, is to have meaningful conversations with inspiring men, men that are really doing good things in the world and then share those conversations with you guys so hopefully you can gain some insight and some um, pick up some new tools and techniques to help you live a better life. So, this podcast is really for you if you're committed to exploring your potential in all areas of life. Topics that I personally love to cover include health and vitality, relationships, leadership, pursuing meaningful work, and expanding our emotional intelligence. So, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Tully. And I work as a leadership and relationship coach, speaker, and facilitator. And I really specialize in helping people expand their emotional intelligence so that they can live more fulfilling and and more exciting lives. I'm going to dive into my story a bit more on episode two. So I'll leave it at that for now. And I'll actually introduce you to our guest for this first episode of the podcast. So I sat down and had a conversation with a good friend of mine, Nick Perry. Nick is a holistic lifestyle coach, a corrective exercise specialist, a remedial massage therapist. And beyond that, he's just a really good bloke. <laughs> he's, he's passionate and driven by authentic relating and inspired living. So he's worked with and mentored under some of the world's leading healers and physical therapists. And the thing that I love most about Nick is he's got a massive heart of service And he also really knows his shit. He's really committed to refining his craft and that shows in the results that he gets with his clients but also just shows in the way that he actually walks through life and that he shows up in relationships and and in his friendships. So um, the crux of of what Nick really provides for his clients is that he supports them to live a fuck yes life. And he does that by leaving them feeling empowered and aligned physically mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And me and Nick had an awesome conversation. I really enjoyed this conversation. It was a good balance of the profound, deeper stuff and then just the practical to-do stuff. So... We spoke, we covered a whole bunch of topics actually, which I thought we would. I I didn't have any questions planned at all for this podcast because conversations with us usually just flow pretty well. So what we ended up delving into was some really cool topics. So we spoke a lot about redefining what freedom means as we move through different phases of life and we, we dove straight into this. We also spoke about the importance of integrity, accountability and congruency and Nick actually offers um, some really cool simple definitions for those to help you distinguish between the two and really implement those into your life a bit more. We touched on overcoming resistance and stepping into the uncomfortable side of life and, and the importance of doing that and the fruits that you get to bear when you do that consistently and that's really present for Nick at the moment which was really cool. We also touched a lot on the link between the f- on between physical well-being and mental and emotional well-being. And this is an area that Nick really specializes in. So there's some gold nuggets there. And then we really also spoke about getting clear on your values and then designing a lifestyle that aligns with those. And we kind of wrapped the conversation up with that and the importance of that and how you can actually do that. So without any further ado... I'd like to, you to welcome you to the first episode of the podcast with Nick Perry. Okay, Nick, welcome to the Conscious Locker Room podcast. Thanks for being here, man. Giddy up, brother. Thanks for having me. This is, I'm having fun already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've been looking forward to this chat all week. Yeah. Um, so I've been having a bit of a, a think about the question that I'm going to sort of lead these podcast chats with. And, and so what's come through for me, what I really want to hear from you is, what's a significant challenge you've overcome and, and, mm-hmm. what did you, and what did you learn from that challenge? Mm. So it can be a recent one, it can be just whatever comes up for you around that. Oh, significant challenge that
1: I've overcome and what did I learn? Uh, okay, so the first one that comes to mind because it is one that I've been kind of reflecting on was a challenge relating to attachment Mm. Um, so I'll explain, I'll explain what I'm talking about. So it's relating to my attachment to my sense of freedom and independence and the way that I defined that Mm. and to give some real time context, I've just changed the, workspace so i've been working for, uh, by myself for myself out of a private studio for a year and a half and literally yesterday stepped foot into a new uh, studio and it's a share space and there's a lot more of a co-creative energy in there so there was a, there was a process in me letting go of what i'd created and the mm. freedom that that afforded me and the attachments that I held to how I defined freedom. The other thing that I really want to like mention, because it's a big part of it, it's all coming through at the same time in my life, is I just moved in with my partner. Mm-hmm. And so prior to the <laughs> Big transitions all around. Oh, mate, <laughs> yeah. Double fly kick to the face. Yeah. Um, so two, two biggies, and that happened on the weekend. So workspace... Yesterday and about three days prior was leaving my my home where I mm. lived on my own, um, and I guess what I've overcome is a limiting definition of freedom and a limiting understanding of of life and the rites of passage that unfold whether we like it or not. Mm. So my attachment kind of manifested as resistance to change and the feedback started coming in more and more and more and more where like I was feeling uncomfortable and I was feeling unfulfilled and not content and I was feeling like stagnation was starting to rise and I... Subconsciously, I guess is the word. Didn't have that in my scope of awareness. I didn't have the the, the this this understanding that life changes as I get older, and the definitions uh, that I once held around words like you know freedom and independence and responsibility change as I get older. Mm. And I'm just got this like you know I I've shared this in in other podcasts, but like lone wolf. Yeah. Identity that I'm really working on dropping,
0: mm-hmm.
1: because what's m- more medicinal for me, what's more healing for me, is connection and collaboration, mm. um, and and just just opening, you know, opening myself, so allowing receptivity, uh, allow you know going going more into the unfamiliar territory and range of my own vulnerability rather than, you know, oh, yeah, this is this is the stuff that I can access and touch, but there mm-hmm. is still plenty that I hide, deny and repress um, and I don't want you to see that and I've got a whole bunch of story and, a you know, a pretty sharp intellect to keep you the fuck out of there. So <laughs> yeah. these are the things that I'm overcoming and it's redefining these words like freedom, responsibility, commitment, things like that and as those definitions change... Mm, that that stagnation that I was talking about, and that um, almost like a caged feeling—it's like mobilizing and it's freeing and it's mm. opening up. So to bring it around full circle, I've overcome some younger aspects of me. Mm that that didn't fit or didn't belong in this stage of my development, this this stage of my adult life. And the experience of that has been this, you know, we were speaking just before we kicked this interview off. It's mm. like I've got so much on and all of it is so I feel so inspired. And I've always you know, for quite a long time I've chosen things that inspire me. Mm. But the ratio of time and energy intertwining with inspired action and conscious conscious action has, you know, been like 60-40 or 50-50 or dropped 60-40 in, in, the, in the negative before. But mm-hmm. like it, it's like... Fuck, it's like 95 at the moment, like 98. It's just like I'm chocolate with this stuff that is like really inspiring. And I have this awareness now of those shadows that I mentioned mm-hmm. and my, my, the old me that pushed away, that, that victimized himself, um, that, that used knowledge. And distorted it like around you know like spiritual ideas or, mm-hmm. or even um, j- just like li- like lifestyle concepts or relationship concepts. Yeah, and I feel ve- like the-, the most accountable I've ever been, and I feel the most centered in my integrity than I ever have, and I- which makes me feel so free and so safe, and it's come from overcoming. The, the old belief system of who I was and what, what made life fun and fulfilling
0: mm. because
1: life is fun and fulfilling for different reasons now and, and I engage with life and reality in different ways now and I've, I've come to terms with that and it's like, ooh, okay. Now yes. I can dip my, dip my you know, hands and how I can dive into the, the honeypot of potential Yes. With with a lot more... Um, a lot less pollution stuck to me, you know? Yeah. Mm, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. And, it, and, it, and it's happening
1: right in the midst of it. Even this. Like, honestly, even this is a, for me, feedback around what overcoming the old me is bringing into my life. Like, our friendship, even that you would invite me on this and, and be interested in what I have to say. I actually feel like what I have to say is of value <laughs> because yeah. I'm, experiencing, I'm experiencing myself in such a new way mm. and it does feel really great and, um, and the feedback's just beautiful. So, mm. yeah, hopefully Thank that you. answers the question. Yeah,
0: very much so. <laughs> and very much so. And it's, it's so good to hear that this 95 to 5 in terms of like 95% of your time is for feeling rich stuff. Yeah. On the other side of leaning into challenge and leaning into discomfort and and, mm. and stepping into the fire, so to speak, rather than that resistance and, and succumbing to that, which we can often do. Um, that's, so, that's
1: such a good point, man. That's such a good, like, so
0: worth highlighting that point. Mm, yeah. And then so, like, one thing I want to do is pick your brain a little bit more on what helped you navigate that transition and that redefinition. Um, and that letting go of things but first just give me a little snapshot because what you've spoken about is actually a huge point like letting go of old parts of ourselves so we can step into something new because we can't take all of it with us so and and you also mentioned Mm. that you let go of some maybe boy definitions or boy tendencies or boy behaviors I can't remember the exact word you used Mm. but Mm. give me an insight because I know a lot of guys that sort of come over this same hurdle, right? So give me a little bit of an insight into how you would have defined freedom before and what you were kind of holding on to and resisting to like clutch to Mm. and what you've kind of opened up to as a definition or an experience of what freedom feels for you.
1: Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's so important to me to offer clar- clarification on that for myself, but even for somebody who might be resonating. So for me, freedom freedom de- was defined as and looked a lot like my lifestyle the day after I left school, um, which was looking at the like the weather patterns and, and the you know the swell forecasting, wind forecasting, and literally, my life were answered to the weather,
0: <laughs> for <laughs> and fucking, the swell.
1: <laughs> for fucking years. Well, and if it wasn't happening here, then it, you know my life would answer to like um, the airlines that would fly me
0: mm-hmm.
1: across the country or across the world um, chasing waves. Yeah, and man, I I, I fucking I, I lived it like. I'd stick around, I'd accumulate some cash in, in however however I could or needed to or was available. And then I would adventure mm. in like just so deeply into the unknown and and in such such like a, a raw way. Like going into giant oceans and riding jet skis across these deserted beaches and finding these slabs, and you know, that are are peppered around an archipelago of islands and and it's like like, like otherworldly shit.
0: Postcard freedom.
1: All all the time. Yeah, exactly. All the time. And, you know, for sure I carried my baggage around with me around my own um, issues of, like, self-worth and blah, blah and and that stuff, but I didn't Mm. even know that back then. But I see now that was with me but essentially how i defined freedom was and what freedom looked like to me was was no roots i didn't have any roots in the ground ever Mm. even where i lived i i always kept a you know i always traveled light that i had this rule that everything i owned had to fit in whatever car i owned at the time and i literally lived that way for like so many fucking years, like yeah. seven years at least, and um, and, and and it was it was so beautiful, and and the life experience that that offered me was completely invaluable, and in many ways it initiated me into you know I was in a lot of tricky situations, and you know life or death situations came came with that, but getting older and feeling into just feeling just feeling learning to feel and mm. and understanding what feedback is whether it's an the external environment mirroring something to me or it's inner feedback of my my emotions are signaling something mm-hmm. to, to pay attention to you know as I'm learning this, I'm starting to notice. Oh, something's off, and you know, I think something's been off for a little bit already now. Yeah. Um, and and that's it, that that's what I was kind of speaking to was like the last place I was going to look was at my definition of freedom because <laughs> that was the thing I'd really mastered and I got so good at the, this this travel thing and this living you know off no money and mm. um, just just yeah like just being one with nature basically yeah kind <laughs> of just became my jam and yeah it's funny because it was it was one of the last things that I looked at even when it started to become evidence that that's where I needed to look
0: mm. i was like
1: hell no i'm not looking there cuz that's who i am that's why I literally, it's why I look this way. That's why my fucking hair's this color. Like, yeah. all of this stuff, you know, it was so much a part of my identity through the, through the physical and the, the yeah. metaphysical. Um, so, yeah, um, to, to come to the second half of the question, um, which I'm trying to recall, but basically it's, it's like, how did I redefine really that? yeah um yeah what was the incentive to redefine that perhaps it and was it was yeah
0: and more so like what is that definition now so it was like yeah you found freedom in location freedom time freedom mm. basically this lifestyle mm. of no mm. roots i can go and be wherever i want to go and be and mm-hmm. i answer to no one kind of thing
1: I answer I to the, it, no one. be friends with whoever i want disappear if i don't like them like it was so yeah. non-committal man it was yeah. so non-committal yeah. Um, without being a like a fuckhead about it, which I'm yeah. also pretty pretty aware of, I did want to be a good person inherently.
0: Fortunately yeah. for me, but
1: yeah. Um, and so,
0: what has that transitioned into now? Like, where do you find yeah. your sense of freedom now? This is uh,
1: so. So, I think to encapsulate it, and then I'll elaborate on that is being taught. These new words and and how to define them, so integrity. Mm. So how I understand that word and what really works for me is integrity, and I learned this through a men's group that I'm a part of, Mankind Project. So Mm -hmm. integrity is the agreements I make with myself, Mm -hmm. and accountability is the agreements that I make with other, Mm. and congruency is that my thoughts my words and my actions are all in alignment with one another. So, uh, like starting to learn this stuff, Mm. I realized that really yuck feeling that I lived with was that I was breaking agreements with myself, Mm -hmm. breaking agreements with everyone in my life and talking, you know, big, big dreams and uh, taking actions that looked like the me that didn't have those dreams so mm. just running you know those old behavioral patterns mm. from a place of like unawareness you know i was naive to it yeah so, so learning that so for me now freedom looks like always doing my best to consciously make agreements and to hold you know to, to to stay to stay true to those agreements whether it's with me whether it's with somebody else and to to execute the to-do list yeah um, to stay congruent so it's like write a to-do list mm. review the to-do list and then get it, get on with it and um that's creating this Oh, this this energy in me, this fucking energy in me, because it needed to, you know. Like I can't, I couldn't live the life that I desire or or start building the dream that I like envisage Mm. and be the man that uh, I want to show up in the world as without learning what I've learned, without making these. Um, redefining these words yeah and and just experience that and it's a trip because the old me didn't know this stuff yeah and and, and the old me actually yeah. thought that was the opposite of freedom and <laughs> and when i'd watch friends and 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 people kind of like transition into that earlier than me i swear to god there was this judge and this critic in me that's like you fucking sell out like you just sold your soul and then you know a year into it i'm noticing like wow they're they're really they're pumping they've got their shit together and then here's me still kind of like you know, scraping by and... Battling the inner demons um, and... Y- yeah, but yeah, yeah, just just pushing it down and yeah. not really inquiring in anything that's going to jeopardize, like, the way things have always been. and So yeah. that was so fucking unexpected. I can't even believe I'm saying this because, like, I <laughs> swear to you, it's the most vivid bit- it's ever been in my life, like, mm. these last few weeks. It's like, wow, yeah. I-, I-, I see it clearly now what's changed and the um, the outcome and the alchemy of that for me is this fucking focus and yeah. God, you you said you said it so well, man. You said this somewhere. I think it was a workshop of yours that I did. That um, and I've heard, seen you write about it. That freedom resides in commitment. Or yeah. Something worse to that, Worse to that effect. Yeah. I was and literally I was like, just about to I, say. That. I, <laughs> <laughs> so, read Wait, my mind. When I like that was a while ago that I first heard you say that, and there were still parts of me that was like, "What are you talking about, man?" Yeah.
0: Like, I remember you voiced that in like, the we're workshop. Going, we're going to, yeah, yeah, you we're going to Fiji, bro. Yeah, you were like, "I hear you," but you were just, you just acknowledged the part of you that was just like. Bullshit. I I don't believe you. Yeah. You're lying lying right to my face. (laughs) But it is. It's so. And there's like two distinctions that I wanted to sort of comment on was the shift that you went from almost seeking freedom externally in the trips and the jet skis and the flights and the if I can do whatever, then I'll feel free to more for what you described. Like if I'm living in integrity to my word, Mm. I feel free. And so it's like mm. shifting this pursuit of external freedom to this embodiment of an internal freedom. is kind of what mm-hmm. I'm I'm, getting from you. And the other thing was, like you said, that the... Because when I when I got that as well, the, the freedom is in the commitment. I was like, it's so counterintuitive. It's so polarizing when you haven't experienced it. You're just like, you are tripping. But it just... Because what I learned was maybe energy is heavy energy might do it Mm. might not do it like Mm. that is draining and that takes Mm. away from that sense of peace of that commitment can bring and it's Mm. yeah it's it's such a good point i'm so glad we've sort of gone there to really kick things off because it's it comes up in and in relationship as well so many there's this collective story with men and stepping into relationship and commitment Mm. Lo- means losing that freedom when it can actually create mm. a whole new sense of freedom as well, if you're willing to redefine it. Because if you're, yes. if in relationship yeah. freedom to you is I can sleep with whoever I want, then sure, committing to a monogamous relationship will restrict freedom by that definition. But if you're mm. open to looking at freedom as a feeling, as a as something that's internal, something that you can live with internally and redefining how you feel that, then I have found in my life, like, like, like you've mentioned, that commitment can actually open up whole new worlds of inner peace and freedom.
1: Mm, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And and like I said, um, having moved in with my partner, like just now is me leaning in even more to, to that very concept that I've seen you really explore so well. And, um, share the share the the, the magic of and the, the challenges of yourself so definitely have had some really great um, role modeling and inspiration from you honestly uh, to that very concept that you're speaking to and mm. I, I, the one thing I also just want to kind of like presence for anyone that's vibing this um, is like within freedom within this new definition of freedom for me is the the sense of like personal power that i feel when things aren't going right mm. so it's like my my old definition of freedom was quite hedonistic quite overtly pleasure seeking mm. and now as i integrate these this this initiated version of myself i am like way more curious and way more present and way more observant of myself when things challenge my freedom inside this new definition as well mm. like i don't feel i don't feel as threatened by threats to freedom yeah. because i feel i just feel more in control more in yeah just in my center, just being able to distinguish between what's somebody else's and what's mine and mm. and and to to you know feeling a lot more willing to own what's mine and actually um I'm seeking to see what I'm not seeing. yeah, so it's like you know, support me and show me where my distortion is. it again, it just makes that whole it just opens up the scope of how I define freedom because it actually includes the conflict and it includes the um the challenge or the resistance or the brick wall that i that comes up in front of me i'm like okay cool mm. Let, let's let's go let's, let's, let's problem solve this shit let's get in our you know warrior and um, yeah get take some action here and yeah that's that's a big one for me yeah just coming into a little bit more connection to warrior energy yeah my doer my inner
0: doer yeah yeah which can get a bad rap these days the old inner Mm. doer it's like less doing more being and and which to if you're an overdoer then sure that's great advice but if you're already not taking the action you should be then listening to that advice won't help (laughs) and a lot of the people that i'm speaking to at the moment and working with at the moment it's like no 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 more doing and even for myself it's like (laughs) I nailed being like i'm quite good at being peaceful like like you say being at one with nature where we live yeah. i could put my feet up and be all day long and so it's like activating that mm. that doer energy and and finding ways in my life to support that so like mm. i just started training crossfit for the first time mm. a few few days ago and and just i can already tell even that that higher intensity that because i've always done sort of functional style training bodyweight stuff but it's got that slower vibe to it and I can yeah. eat, I tell already just being around this energy of, of, of doing more of a bit more intensity, my body and my soul, like, it's liking it. It's enjoying it. Cro- it's, CrossFit it's... Is, is
1: as warrior as it comes, <laughs> isn't it? That's, yeah. That's yeah. a warrior hub. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. Even, like, because we can nerd out on this, e- even accessing fast twitch type 2 muscle fibers. Yeah. Like, like when those, when we're not using them, man it's hard to turn those back on to get out yeah. but it's so nice to be reminded you know, like doing the, the the first few weeks of like reactivating the nervous system to to mm. you know fire the muscles in that way it's like oh fuck i can move in this way that i kind of like stopped doing or forgot how to or it was too exhausting and to reactivate yeah. that that explosive explosivity is that a word Mm. explosiveness oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) um is such a fucking trip yeah like i've just started bjj brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah and i'm like whoa it's it's like uh, i'm getting my ass kicked too because i suck i'm the new white belt and yeah Just
0: getting armbarred and you know and how humbling Ezekiel and guillotine oh so so humbling and I love that like because I've been doing some BJJ recently as well with a guy in town Monkey and um, so you can imagine he's can roll with the nickname Monkey (laughs) sounds mobile (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, and both of both that and you know coming and starting CrossFit where I'm doing less than what is the recommended weight for the women with the ollie lifting and stuff. It's just so humbling, but it kind of goes with that leaning into the challenge. It's like I lick my lips in those situations now, whereas I used to maybe sort of resist it or lean away. It's like that I feel like there's just something really healthy about putting yourself in situations that are uncomfortable Mm -hmm. outside your comfort zone where you're a beginner, where you're a learner, that learner's mind, that humbling energy that comes with that. I find is so healthy for me. Absolutely,
1: absolutely. I'd actually love to inquire a little further with you because my experience with being really, really novice at BJJ has been, it's been a trip. It's actually been a trip and I've just seen fortunately I'm able to like see it but this part of me that's just like hates myself for being shit you know (laughs) and and actually there's a part of me that that I notice has an aversion to going because I'm not one of the good people so Mm. it's like it takes like quite a like Quite a heightened level of awareness for me to see that, and you know, like nurture my, nurture that part of myself, so I still show up. Yeah, um, yeah, that's been that's been part of the power of you know this this martial arts to me is like it's really brought that out, and yeah, that's that's kind of limiting by you know by its by its nature. So mm. it's it's lucky I did it now, man, because if it was you know in another few years and I and I wasn't exploring and expressing my physical prowess in this way it's like use it or lose it so i'm yeah. so glad this humbling journey has started now yeah. when i'm you know i'm walking away pain free every yeah. session like just yeah. doms at, at worst you know i'm yeah. not i'm not tearing yeah. the hamstring off the bone because i still no got... no
0: labral tears no <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly yeah yeah and and the, the mental, like the psychological gains that come with that, like obviously there's physical gains, but the psychological gains that come with committing to doing something challenging physically, kind of not wanting to do it and then going and doing it anyway and then feeling good mm. after and then repeating mm. that cycle. Mm. Like for me, like it goes back to the integrity piece, that making commitments with yourself. It's such mm. a, a simple yet profound way to rebuild that. Because I know mm-hmm. I hit a point where I was, I recognized I didn't trust myself anymore. Mm. And I, I didn't, if I said I was going to do something, I'd do it maybe most of the time, but there wasn't this like 100% guaranteed personal power. I trust myself to show up in any situation. Like mm. I felt myself lacking that. And that was when I was experiencing the opposite of freedom, like we kind of spoke about at the beginning. It was sort of that inner in a struggle and it showed up in struggling relationship and struggling showed up externally everywhere, but it was a reflection of that. So yeah, I'd love to hear your experience with that and, and even bring it into a bit of the work that you do. Cause obviously a lot of the corrective exercise stuff, you're working a lot, body, mind, heart, all of yeah. it. But I yeah. feel like in the, in the work scene in terms of spiritual development, personal development, men's work, women's work, all of this stuff, I feel, and it's making a bit of a resurgence, I'm starting to notice, but the physical body and the importance of honoring and working with the physical body while you're doing the deeper emotional and all of that work can get put to the wayside a little bit, I've noticed. So yeah, I'd love to hear from your personal and professional um, opinion of what you've noticed around shifts that open up, when you start to connect with and feel good and strong in your physical body,
1: yeah. Well, I'll I'll summarize with this: we wear our emotions. Mm. So you can you can tell me something, but your body's gonna be a lot more honest than than your mind is to me. And with the training that I have and the understanding of, um, you know, m- emotions and the energy centers of the body and and. When certain levers or axial skeleton is is pointing in, in a certain direction, it indicates something to me, which helps like work with work with the spiritual and the physical. Of okay, mm. why is your heart pointing down to the floor? you know, is, yeah. a, is a question that comes through sometimes. It's like, okay, I've measured your C7T1 curvature um, and it's a, like... 36 degrees, and we want that back at 17 degrees, 15 to 17 or something like that. So it's like, okay, there's the kyphosis. We get that. There's a hyperkyphosis going on. There's a, there's this upper cross syndrome playing out. There's so all the, kinds the, of the curve in the spine for everybody playing. You, sorry, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the that's <laughs> at the base of the, <laughs> the neck. Mid, the, the middle, yeah, the base <laughs> of the neck. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> But okay, so it's like, well, well sh- what? Where's the rib cage sitting on that? It's pointing mm. down, and then it's like, okay, that's your chest cavity, and and that's that's home to you know, depending on which chakra model that you've studied, it's like home to at least one chakra, and that's the, the heart chakra, mm. and um, the giving and receiving of love, and it's like, all right, let's let's explore that because. It looks like you are feeling heaviness in your body mm. and you, you speak of feeling low energy and, and heavy and, and then it's like what else is going on in your life and there's there's these continuities and these markers that show up around how how you know the the, the, the psychosomatics of of, of things. Yeah. So there's also something that needs to be understood which is like biologically like where this 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 pumping mechanism where just these tubes and fluids and that's what animates the experience we have as a human being in this uh, dimension it's like we actually experience love via chemistry Mm. it's like so uh, the human being (laughs) feels that hormonal output and that's going to that that's actually dependent on water, for example. So that's dependent on hydration. Mm. So if somebody's like starting to step into some some awareness work in the journey and they want to kind of supercharge that or, or amplify that or, or big it up a bit, then if they're dehydrated, they want to figure that out. Or if yeah. their quality of water is really low and toxic and full of metals, they want to figure that out. Because that's interfering. With the developmental process, mm. because our body is our basis of perception
0: yeah. in this
1: third dimension. We're here, whether we like it or not. We're not just here; we're mm. multidimensional beings, and where where we have energy bodies and and all kinds of, um, you know, we've got a we are a soul, and mm. but we're also um, this biological being too. And, and like I said, that's the basis of ex- that we have to experience things here and now in this. So when we start to move in a way that detoxifies, that moves nutrition into tissues and heals and repairs and, and oxygenates blood and mm. um, we eat food that helps produce... Um, survival hormones and sex hormones and and things like that where we're actually replenishing, replenishing. We're we're actually becoming a lot more honest. We're actually establishing a lot more honest relationship with ourselves. We're actually going beyond the brainwashing that we're indoctrinated into around what health is. Mm. It's like, well that's not true because look at you. Yeah. You're in pain (laughs) and your your postures are, you know, so far from like the you know anything to do with anatomical neutral, it's like mm. w- whatever you were told was was health, like that that can't that can't be serving you. Or maybe you just didn't get told anything. enough. Yeah. Yeah, or anything, you know, like you're you're a you're a big um champion of breathing and stuff. Yeah. And I've never assessed anybody who has a clean breathing pattern. Literally mm. never. Yeah, never assessed a really impressive breathing pattern where there's full mobility through the intercostals and like a like a strong diaphragm and and yeah. very clear airways through the septums and things like that. And it's like, mm. okay, well, the breath is the bridge between heaven or heaven and earth, or mm-hmm. quite literally, that's that's we're pulling in information every time we breathe, and the way mm. that we breathe determines. How clear that information enters into us. So, yeah, um, phys- physicality is absolutely essential, absolutely mm. essential. And I was actually running a, a men's circle last night on this exact subject matter mm-hmm. because here's my belief: I've always taken responsibility for my for my health, for my physical body. I, I've you know just naturally fairly athletic and and. Fortunately, valued that enough to maintain it, and and went into my own research and practice and exploration, yeah. whatever. But the thing, the thing that um, I had to learn later was like mental, emotional responsibility, mm. and get support around that mentally, emotionally, and then that that flowed into spiritual responsibility and and spiritual awareness and things like that. So my point is physical health is the responsibility of every single person living inside a human body. Yeah. Yeah. So just to make that very fucking clear, if you're not healthy, that's your problem and that's your fault, and if you want to live a a a life of alignment and a life of authenticity, my opinion is that you'll have a more enriching it's like chance of that and you will touch more of your potential if your physical body is mm. in, in a condition that, that 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 represents your love of it and your respect of it and your appreciation of it and all that it, you know, does and serves and offers yeah. you in this life. Yeah. yeah. I, I it's, the, inst- it's the basis of perception.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah yeah well and, and it's the vessel for everything and mm. it's like we do a lot of work um in conscious relationships cat and i and every single course we run it's like there's a big part on on health because of this like because mm. if you don't sort that out you're a lot of the time i find people are uh, trying to solve problems that aren't really there like mm. i've got low energy or i'm bickering with my partner or i'm this or i'm that it's like It's because you're caffeinated, you've got no energy and you don't move your body. It's like you get yourself feeling good, watch 85% of the problems that you're currently facing in your life dissolve. Mm. (laughs) And so it's just, it's this invocation into this busy, hectic lifestyle that is so conducive to the opposite of well-being. And it's like, how do you tackle that? But what you said beautifully is like it's your fault. Do you know what I mean? It's very easy yeah. to point the finger and say, oh, this is in the food or this is... And mm. it's, it's cool. That may be true. But once you gain an awareness of this fact, then it's your responsibility to do something about it. Right like, on. Cool, cool, And cool. awareness
1: is feeling like shit. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> awareness.
0: You know <laughs> you feel like that's shit. That's feedback. That, yeah. Yeah. So what are some basic things that like you touched on a couple? Like, obviously, you go into exquisite detail, like your assessments are three hours or something, something silly. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like going into that level of detail, obviously, is going to give you the best chance at having a targeted approach. But just some basics you touched on, just hydration. So somebody's listening to this, they're like, you know what? My initial yeah. levels are pretty shit. You know what? I'm going okay. Um, but I could up the ante a bit with my physical well-being. Like what are what are some basics that you see a lot of people Miss, almost like the 80 20 like what are the yeah, couple of I mean, things that people can get the biggest bang for their buck from in your in your opinion
1: all right let me just throw a few out there without overthinking it so hydration um <laughs> as he sips his water very good <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs>
1: that, that start there start there cuz 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 it's easy it's simple what it's like water um choose very High quality water. So if you're not if you're not using a water filter, then you are the water filter. Mm-hmm. So all your organs have to cop all those those pathogens and metals and and chlorines and it's you know your liver's going to have to neutralize all that shit or get a really good water filter with a remineralizing cartridge, for example, and um, it'll do the work for you. So then all you need to do is ingest that with you know like properly. Um, with gratitude and swish it around your <laughs> mouth like the Taoists do and then swallow it. And um, your body is just getting a very, very amazing you know, part of itself like restored in there. Like, it's essential mm. it's, it's nutrition. So breathing, I already said that. Understand that, that oxygen is nutrition. Mm. So the way that you breathe and the quality of the air that you bring in is is and and the, the mechanism your breathing apparatus how that operates is the most influential outside of the mind outside of thoughts it's the most influential system of the body mm. your res- respiratory system so get get good at breathing get good at breathing understand that like that's that's going to be way more important than any, you know, kale salad that you eat yeah. in the day or, or fucking vitamin water or something like that. It's like the most important nutrient you're going to have all day is, is the air that you breathe. So breathe well, breathe deeply, um, and, and go there, go there. Mm. Start to fuck with the breath a bit more. Yeah. It can be boring until you're kind of like, have a few experiences where you're like, yeah. ooh, I got to kind of trip out on that. And what yeah. other magic can this breathing thing do mm. for me? So that's happened for me mm. where I was like, yeah, oh, I studied breathing mechanics and blah. I'm like, breathing's so like, yeah. <laughs> and then kept going, kept going, and then gave myself some incentive, you know, years ago, like doing like ice baths and, and mm. cold water exposure. And I was like, okay, so you t- you're telling me if I breathe enough this isn't gonna be, you know, the shittest time ever. I'd say, like, yep, okay, cool, and it worked. I'm like, alrighty, what else can the breath do? I'm, I'm sold
0: on, on this. And and that experiential piece is so key because you can read yeah. a book, you can do the things, you can listening right now to these words, and you can be like, yeah, cool, and and you mm. can try as much as you want, but until you've had an experience and that that wanting to incorporate something comes from that internal experiential driver. It's like, Mm. it's always going to be this outside thing that you're trying to do because you think you should. Because Nick said, breathe deeper. So it's like exposing yourself to opportunities to have these experiences um, can be a really powerful way to actually incorporate this stuff into your lifestyle. Like stretch the rubber band a bit. Don't just Mm. give the rubber band a little bit of pressure. Give it a good stretch with a, with an experience, with a workshop, with something that's a bit deeper, and then I find you come back in your daily practice from there is just so much more substantial.
1: Go go, go CrossFit on it. You know? Yeah, go, go JJ on it. Go seriously. Yeah. Like give give yourself. A, you're, you're so spot on there. Um, I want to screen this. You know, like it's, it's like <laughs> I can choose, feel the fire. I fucking <laughs> choose to create. Uh, an environment. Choose to put yourself in a vo- an environment where there is deep incentive to go into yourself. There is mm. deep incentive to go into the breath. Make that fucking choice. Mm. Don't be really comfortable with it. Don't like sit on your armchair and like <laughs> ten breaths or <laughs> uh, whatever, and Netflix you know your life away. It's like do something fucking gnarly with some friends. Yeah. It's it's winter in Australia. Yeah. You're gonna find cold water pretty easily
0: so so may, maybe do
1: that or, or just just get up early and go outside mm. in the backyard and and like make it real make mm. it really real and let nature like support you in that let the elements support you and um, that that's yeah that's such a big piece that you brought in and I'm glad you did because I feel very passionately about that
0: yeah
1: um if you want if you want to be healthy and you want your life to change then then understand that comes from choosing to yeah, yeah. Choose, choose it yeah if you and need to kick up the ass go find one
0: go find yeah. it, kick up the ass have a phone call with Nick by the sounds of things he's like <laughs> fired up on this one at the moment <laughs> oh, but I'm it's so up. true and and it's it's a continual choosing as well yeah yeah it's like make the choice to yeah go and have that experience but choose and be willing to choose again and again mm. and again mm. and it's 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 um there's no and that old cliche you know it's not about the destination it's about the journey it's there is no destination we're not going to get to a point where oh sweet i'm healthy now i can just kick back and do what i was doing Mm. or you don't go to the gym for 60 days and be like sweet i'm rigged up now like yeah good or or get your relationship to the point where it's feels fine-tuned there's a lot of connection it's like all vibing and then you're like cool i might just hang up the boots here it's like no Mm. no 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 it's it's every day every week every each moment it's like to to choose am i living in integrity with my own commitments and accountability with my Mm. commitments to others or am i not kind of thing and i think radically facing off with where we're at health wise all of that and and another thing is just because it's common doesn't mean it's normal Mm. like if the five people around you are also struggling with energy so you think it's normal but it's not normal to feel like a mediocre piece of shit most of the time it's not normal to rely on coffee to get through the day Mm. it's not like just because it's common doesn't mean it's normal we're designed to feel vitality and to feel clarity and to feel that connection and but until you taste it until you've experienced it the motivation factor is hard (laughs) I find it's, it's, oh, it's cause you don't know, yeah. whereas if you go gnarly, like put in a solid 90 days, put in a significant effort to make a significant change and your addiction to feeling that good will keep you there a lot of the time. Whereas if you keep mm. half asking it, keep dipping your toe, I'll do a little bit this week or I'll do this. Uh, you, you, you never get anywhere cause you never experience the fruits of the labor. So it's, it's, yeah, to that point, it's just, yeah, go, make the decision, commit, embrace, do something, do something new, go all in. Hell yeah. But, uh, yeah. I
1: Three deep breaths for me, so that's my nice <laughs> thing of breath, you can calm down, but man, yeah, thanks for, thanks for elaborating on everything that you did because there's a part of me that feels so passionate about what you shared that sometimes and it's something that I'm working on honestly at the moment is it's my rescuer. It's my fixer mm. where I'm like, if only you would, you would fucking <laughs> do this. I know it would change your life. How do I know? Cause it fucking changed my life. Was it, hard yes was it inconvenient unbelievably so but uh, some reason I was gifted with enough stress in my life that that was the incentive for me Mm. and and that's how I started
0: learning this shit yeah Um, but yeah man so and and that's the thing hey it's especially guys I find more so than women I'm not sure why maybe women are a bit more sensitive to those intuitive hits or, or whatever it may be but I find guys to be a bit more resistant to change they kind of bunker down they shut down so it's like yeah this isn't great but you know what change is going to be real hard so I'm going to sit here and what I've learned to be true in my life like you touched on it's 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 going to happen whether you like it or not the Mm. change so you Mm. can either wait until it gets so fucking bad that you cannot bear the pain anymore or you get fired because you're not performing at work because you're not happy or your relationship breaks down or whatever, wherever the buck drops Mm. and then there's enough pain and then you're going to change. It's like all of the stuff you do then you could have done from a state of inspiration and Mm. joy and initiating it yourself. And it's so, because I don't feel like those rock bottom, those painful places I found, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, is they're not, that's not the worst place to be. I find mediocreville, where it's not that Mm. bad, but it's still not that good. I'm not feeling, you know, the juiciness of what life has to offer, the full froth of what's available in this lifetime that we have. Mm. But it's not painful enough that I'm really, I need to do anything about it. That, to me, is the danger zone and the worst place to be. It's almost like when I hear somebody's at rock bottom, I'm almost cheering for them with compassion, obviously, but I'm just like, I'm like this sucks that we're here, but do you know what? You fucking wait. You wait. And then check in six months from now because things are about to change. So yes. it's cracking the code of trying to get people moving who are at that, that 50% mark is, uh, I don't even know if it can be done. but No, well, it
1: can't. And, <laughs> and, and, and like, like I, I don't think it needs to be done either. I think, mm. you know, it's like, again, the part of me that, that wants to get on my soapbox and and <laughs> and endorse this this way of connecting to you know the fruits of reality. Mm. Um, it it like you say it'll come, and I am in absolute agreement with you. When someone's like, oh you know my marriage broke up, I'm like, oh or, or, like you know. Relationship broke up, or I got fired, or you know, Mm. going bankrupt. I'm like, oh my god, how exciting! Are you kidding? Like, (laughs) oh, like, like the only thing that can happen now is change. Like, yes, and that is that isn't that isn't like looking on the bright side. That's like genuine froth that I feel for Mm. that person. That's genuine Mm. excitement because fuck, it's just it's. I've needed that. I've needed to be what you said about blokes. Um, being better at resisting change. Like I, I I'm look at me, like if you're like, what do you mean? Like look at Nick Perry because part of part of our superpower as, as blokes generally speaking is is that we're really steadfast. Mm. We can handle yeah. quite a bit, you know, we can yeah. handle quite a bit of mediocrity or handle quite a bit of suffering or, you know, we can yeah. dig our heels in pretty goddamn hard. Because of you know, for for whatever reason, whether our hormonally we can handle it, um, where we can swim, you know, float around in our left brain and and rationalize and make logic of of the chaos and the crisis and justification and whatnot. Mm. So, part of our part of our you know superpower is steadfast in the face of adversity, but also steadfast in the face of mediocrity. That's kind of fucked. Mm. Um, so yeah it's it's a very very exciting opportunity for anybody in life who is at rock bottom and I say that with pure sincerity I Mm. love I love working with people who are at rock bottom
0: Mm. I'm
1: so inspired by those people Mm
0: -hmm. I, I
1: see so much beauty in that that stage of transformation and that's all it is it, i don't judge it any differently to any other stage of transformation if anything i kind of hold it in higher esteem like that which is a judgment i suppose but i'm <laughs> like cool i'm like yes you're here yeah so let's see where you're at and um something i kind of want to tie in is because we were offering we were offering some some ideas around mm. okay how, how can we ground into the physical how can we simplify that too? And we talked about breathing and hydration, and and um, like food is another is another one. Yeah, where it's like that—that's when you see somebody do the intestinal cleanse. Mm. When they they'll take themselves, you know, for whatever whatever I recommend. But it's like somebody who is at rock bottom generally goes through the six week process of of doing an intestinal cleanse and Mm. the outcome of that is unbelievable, crisis or no crisis, like anyone that's done like a a, a good intestinal cleansing protocol which you know, a good safe thorough one Mm. the energy that you were speaking about earlier that is a symptom of mediocrity and disconnection, like that lack of energy and that, Mm. that um the attachment to the addictions of, you know, stimulants or or whatever it is, stimulants or stimulus is, yeah, that's, that's, that's the symptom. And that rock bottom is the, it just, it just signifies transformation. It just initiates transformation. It's, Mm. it's, it's so valuable. So yeah, the reason I bring food back in is because, I just want to kind of like offer that as well as a piece Yeah. in what, what are we responsible for? We're responsible for the things that we purchase mm. and pick up and put in our mouth and chew and swallow. Mm-hmm. So like to simplify that and again, to bring it back into the context of what we're speaking about, it's like just, just check in for a second in who told you that was healthy. <laughs> like, basically, who's making money off you believing that that's healthy is mm. something to check in with. Because there's a lot of snake oil out there now. And there's a mm-hmm. lot of, like, fast food that's pretty goddamn processed, but masquerade as healthy. Yeah. When, when you're eating, like, relish in 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 the experience that you can eat something that you can pick off a tree. Mm-hmm. Like come into, for me. That's that's like a that's a spiritual practice. That's a really conscious thing. Like I see a fruit tree, like an orange. I don't know if you've ever driven into the hinterland and there's this orange tree. Pull over, and you're like, okay, there's a lot of ripe oranges on here. You pick one off, you bust it open, you bite into it, and it's this fucking hydrating, <laughs> nutrient dense candy from the mother. Yeah. And it's like, are you kidding me? This shit grows mm. out of the ground. How mm. lucky are we? And it tastes like this, and it offers this for for mm. you know for my body and it, just eat eat as close to nature as possible. Eat as eat as mm. close to the farm as as you can, or, or eat as close to the dirt as what you possibly can. And anything that's like fortified or processed or uh, however it's advertised or championed, it's not as good as untouched food yeah it's not as it's yeah. not as good as like how funny to think that we could do a better job than, than <laughs> yeah. millions and millions of years of evolution and 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 the intelligence and the symbiotic relationships between soil and crop and yield yeah. and things like that and so yeah that that that's a part of it and and for context sake it's like People who are going through a breakup, for example, seem to nail dietary modifications and adaptations. Yeah. And again, so that's another example of how it facilitates diet and even movement, which we come mm-hmm. back, back around to. It's like people yeah. start training. Yeah. Can I? And I just want to say this because it's a really big part, and and we've been t- we've been coming back to it the whole time. I wanna I wanna bring in the awareness around the physical body. Being a like a, a manifestation of the mind, so mm. whenever we are making these modifications in in our health, movement, breathing, water, food, sleep, going to bed on time, things like that, mm. is it because the inner the inner critic or the inner voice says that you're a piece of shit? Yeah or is it is it saying it because because you're worthy of this you deserve Mm. this you deserve a really great level of health for me personally my inner critic is loud and strong Mm. and has holds a lot of judgment on my own physical aesthetic for example yeah so i'm still really driven well i it's my work at the moment in in a very big way to recognize my own divinity mm. before going into anything. Yeah. whether it's Qigong, whether it's like a, a workout, like a training session, um, anything, whether it's a session with, with a fellow human that you know is a client of mine. It's like yeah when I, when I recognize my, the divinity of, of my true self and, and who I am, I've, it's any action that I take from that consciousness, reinforces that consciousness, mm. strengthens that consciousness. Yeah. Any action that I take from a place of self-judgment, inter- inter- criticism condemnation, um, belief systems that affirm I'm not good enough or unworthy or unlovable, things like that. So any action I take from that consciousness strengthens that, affirms that. Mm. So I just live. any progress that I make pushes me deeper into distortion,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: means I have to sabotage it. Yeah, my souls. My soul's going to set me up to sabotage
0: acts. It's like, whoa, 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 you're not getting it. Mm, couldn't agree more. And it's yeah. one way I like to verbalize it is moving from your center. Like, are you moving from a place where you're intact or mm. outside of yourself, external validation? And it's almost like the, if, if I'm when I make the money, then I'll feel this. When I have the body, then I'll feel this. And it's all of this outside of myself to then feel or be a certain way rather than moving from that state of enoughness. Because Mm. two scenarios, somebody goes to the gym because they feel like they're a piece of shit if they don't and somebody goes Mm. to the gym because they love themselves, they're going to have two very different outcomes. The one who's loving on themselves will lose weight quicker. can pretty much guarantee it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Of course. So it's not just the what and I feel like there's so much information about the what to do as if we don't know what to do. Like move more, eat better like but it's the how we're doing those things Mm. doesn't get spoken about enough and that's what you just touched on beautifully so thanks for for bringing that in and and putting a little bow on it like that
1: so welcome and and yeah the what and the how it's that's such a nice um, distilling of that idea and you're right it's not spoken about because you can't talk about it unless you're doing it
0: yeah (laughs) there's not many people doing and it's it's a constant thing like oh yeah be reading and I'm like wow I stopped breathing like just because I had a charged up day I'm like wow I'm not even relaxed because we think we're relaxed and we're chilling and but like how am I actually doing what I'm doing and Mm. and yeah it goes into everything like people like oh what do I need to do to have more connection in my relationship or have better sex or whatever it's how you're doing the things you're already doing is where you should start let's not give you some new shit to do like how are you showing up to what's already there in your in your body in that moment and shifting that can dramatically shift outcomes across the board
1: so 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 good but tully i need more distractions in my life because i'm mastering the ones that i have now yeah
0: (laughs) And if I create no, any no. space, I'll get insight into actually working yeah. to do, and then I'll, I'll have to take it. action on it. Oh, I'll,
1: I'll have not. to own it and maybe talk about it to someone. Yeah. Fuck that. Well, Give and me more. and that addiction to yeah. busyness—it's—it's it's yeah. an addiction.
0: It's mm. and it's supported and it's applauded a lot of the time. It's—it's mm. it's so because a lot of the things you're speaking to, the biggest thing—I—I I, in fact I don't get it so much anymore. I mustn't be attracting those types of clients anymore, but. I used to get, well, I don't have time for that or it's easy for, for you because I've created a lifestyle where I do have the time <laughs> for those things. And is it – my my point is if your lifestyle isn't set up so you can do these very, very basic things to take care of your well-being and longevity, it's time to zoom out a little bit and have a look at the lifestyle that's there mm. and start to make some tweaks, which I'm not – trying to belittle how big that can be for people if they're supporting a family and they've got their job and all of this sort of stuff like that can be monumental shifts but my belief is just because it's going to be monumental doesn't mean you can ignore it because it's just going to get bigger and harder i don't see us getting less busy or having less responsibilities so Mm. it's like if you can sense that something needs to change the time is now (laughs) Mm. you're not going to get less busy you're not going to get less responsibilities it's not going to get easier and so it's like, cool, fair enough. Anybody can find time to breathe, drink more water and do these things you mentioned. But it's mm. like if time is a factor for say training as much as you would like or moving your body as much as you would like or having mm. leisure with your partner, then, then look at that. Be like, okay, wow. Because it kind of goes back to what you were saying about who makes money off us eating that food. It's like mm. who's benefiting from you working like you're working? I mean, Mm -hmm. if you're in inspired work and you're passionate about what you're doing, then sure. But if you're not and you, you know, you're prioritizing that above everything else in your life, it's just zoom out and start to check in with, with what's going on there because it's got to, it's got to shift somewhere, like create the environment so that that stuff gets easier. And I know for a fact, anybody can do that. It might take time, could take five years to fully transition your lifestyle, like, but Anybody can do it if they choose to.
1: What were the zoom out analogy is perfect because that acute that acute focus mm. is goes hand in hand with panic and, and urgency where everything feels urgent and everything feels panicked and there's so yes. much and Bob it's like whoa 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 let's zoom the fuck out and let's let's check you out when you're 60 years old you know say you know this hypothetical person is like yeah. mid-30s or something, you know, new yeah. father. Or, let's check you out when you're 60, you know. One, one meditation that I do is I visit my inner elder. I consult my inner elder. And he rarely nice. actually, he rarely says the shit to me. But <laughs> the energy that he holds, he is, is this, he's, he's childlike in his happiness He's chuckling and he's looking at me and he's like, "You take this so seriously, yeah. like you, you know, child. You will learn to not yeah. take this all so seriously." And I think that's such a part of the hysteria, is it? And and the rationale behind why health can wait is because we're taking, we're taking, like. Feeble things very seriously, and we mm. are dietizing. We're we making gods of things that we forget about in like three months. Yeah, but but in that moment, it, it's like that's the demigod. Like, mm. and and the architect of that. And I'm not sure if this is where you're going, but I was kind of psyched if you were. It's like. Consumerism and capitalism mm. and 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 these are ideologies that we've been raised into and, and indoctrinated into. So, as justifiable as it seems, like when we're zooming out and, and we're we're taking an honest look and assessment at ourselves, it's like whose values do you express every day? Mm. Like, like like looking looking at the, you know the past, present and future and it's like where are we creating from and and is it coming from a place of competition? Is it coming from a from an unconscious addiction to the dopamine hit that comes with buying something new mm. or is it coming from this really authentic discovery of, of an inner truth? and an acceptance of that and an opening to support through you know through physical relationships but also like the greater energy that that we are of mm. and that that greater inspiration and and the synchronicities and um what's the word? serendipitous things that that can unfold in our life it's like Zoom out. I love that. Zoom out mm. and, and see, see, see the fucking like, you know, rat rat cage that this this can be if we're unconscious, mm. living and relating and, and, and creating, without actually getting into connection with who we really are, what yeah. we're really of, and what we're really here to do yeah because then when, then it's not a cage anymore, then it's a fun park mm. again. But when it is yeah. unconscious and when we have been brainwashed and indoctrinated into values that aren't actually ours, mm. then yeah, then, then we are quite quite asleep and quite mechanical mm. in our existence. And yeah, again, it's, it's a sort of a just 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 introduce the idea and not go too deeply into it. When yeah. we're stressed and we're overwhelmed and we're sick. We answer to people that we dietize mm. you know these people in positions of influence or power or, or things like that so mm. it's, it's harder to recognize our own divinity when we're stressed, when we're sick, when we're overwhelmed, when we're disconnected things like yeah. that yeah and that's... couldn't agree more so yeah the new age, the new age is is, is growing basically, yeah. and this consumerism, capitalism fueled systems that we live under are starting mm. to be exposed. Mm.
0: Yeah, and it's it's one question I like to check in with is just what am I contributing to? Like, mm. in the way that I'm being, and the things that I'm doing, zoom out, look at the chain, because I think, like you say, when we're stressed, which a lot of people are operating at relatively stressed beta brainwaves, Their breathing would suggest they're stressed. So even if we don't think we're stressed, our physiology, 90% of the time of the average person, and I just made that stat up obviously, but a huge chunk of the time is the physiology of somebody who is stressed. And if we're stressed, we've got that acute focus, like you say, Mm -hmm. and then we're disconnected from the chain of events after we do something or before something gets to us. So the chain of events before we get that ready-made meal or the chain of events after we go to work at a certain place or do a certain thing, we can't focus on that if we're if our physiology is stressed. But as soon as you take a breath, as soon as you start to relax and breathe out and zoom out, you can be like, ah, what am I contributing to with the things that I'm doing? Like, how am I... Because it's the biggest illusion is that what we do doesn't matter. Like and it's it's
1: yeah
0: it's this idea this illusion of separation that i'm separate from you you're separate from me we're separate from the planet and therefore we should compete and like what what does it matter what i do if i'm separate from everybody but when you can reconnect with that that interconnectedness of life you're like wow it does matter and again until you experience this it just sounds like a great idea what did to me anyway like mm. I came across this as a theory and I was like that sounds pretty cool but my scientific physio skeptical brain was like it sounds like a, a bit fluffy yeah but when you experience and you share the video or you have the client session and then they share something with their mum and it impacts their mum and then it and then the chain flows on and you're like oh wow it is all connected and when you start to have these experiences that support that new belief then you're like oh okay what am i what do i want to contribute to because i now know that what i do matters so what do i want to put that energy towards whereas Mm. when you're disconnected from that you're in the stress zone doing your thing it's it's hard to see all of that
1: Mm.
0: big time man that that's so
1: cool like what i do matters um because you matter yeah and and that's that's the journey that we're all on is like remembering that that we matter like we are precious powerful um unique we're so unique like we we are individuals we are unique and what we do matters because we matter and I think that word, I just want to grab that word and blow it up a bit bigger. Matter means materialize. Mm. So what we do materializes into this planet. So if mm. we are materializing a part of ourselves, our uniqueness, then we are in true service. And we're serving so helpfully and authentically because we are in service to ourselves. And when our essence materializes what we are of materializes which is love mm. and so working on ourselves and seeing ourselves as for, for the truth of what we are which is like just d- deeply precious like incredibly precious in- incredibly divine we truly are divine and mm. and when we recognize that what materializes is our divinity. But when we identify as like worthless or not good enough, then what will materialise is our crisis. Mm. And, and, and that's what's really nice is to just reaffirm that we are responsible for ourselves. We're responsible for getting into connection with our truth. We're not responsible for rescuing anybody or picking anybody up or carrying anybody. We mm. be very effective in shining the light of awareness by embodying that and modeling that, yeah. And and that's how we help our family. That's how we help our community. Is doing the work around recognition of how fucking unique and and amazing and special and important we are, mm. and, and 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 just create create that create create whatever is. Inspir- inspirational to the self mm, this yeah. this is exciting to me i can't really explain yeah. it it just is
0: yeah and trust and, and, those oh like man. and because so many guys come to me that they don't aren't connected to a sense of purpose and like trusting those feeling like what are you curious about what excites you or what frustrates you in the world like these feelings and charges are it's guides. It's it's talking to you. It's like, oh, because not everybody is frustrated by the same things. Not everybody mm. ex- is excited by the same things. And there's a unique combination of things that you're excited by. And that's a little guide saying, come this way. Like, this is how you're going to really enjoy your fullest expression of yourself. Um, and, I, and I love that idea. And I, I also love juxtaposing it with, like, you're unique and special and you're also not. Mm. in. Into Like, so it doesn't get this hyperinflated of, oh my God, everything I do is so important and it leads to overwhelm and indecision because it's so important. And the way I've helped, I guess, navigate that belief to serve me is my problems aren't unique. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. yes, I'm or, unique or special. and special. Yeah. I'm unique then, and special and my yeah. gifts are, my problems aren't. Your the problems are there's Good. a lot of people lot of that are that have struggled with the same things and and that zooming out, like I'm one in seven and a half billion or however many people there are on this little planet, on this little do you know what I mean? It's like I'm also insignificant at the same time.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's
0: it's depending on the situation, it's understanding goes back to that choice that you spoke mm-hmm. about and our power to choose, choosing beliefs that empower us. Because you could probably get a bunch of philosophers philosophers to go around a table. <laughs> Falafels, they're good too. Um, <laughs> Bit of homer. And, and, yeah. and, you know, discuss these, these points. Do you know what I mean? You could probably talk for hours on pros and cons to these two ideas. We do matter, we don't matter, right? But none of it matters unless it's empowering for us and contributing to our well-being, in my opinion. Like, I'm going to go ahead and choose beliefs, that support me in moving to a more joyful, fruitful, amazing life on this this time around. So it's, yeah, juxtaposing those two, I find. And it can be hard to hold two opposing beliefs in our mind at once. It can be conflicting because we want to separate and box things up a lot of the time, I find. So, mm. yeah, I don't know if you have any insight. I can see your clo- cogs turning around that one.
1: Yeah, no, I love it. I love it because it's like your mind battles with that, but your, yeah. your body doesn't. Yeah, true. So, so yeah. because our, not mind, our, our mind needs to pigeonhole things because our mind feels separate to the divinity that mm. we are, the divinity of all things. Um, and divinity is both of those ideas that you just said. Mm. And when you... Flex your power of choice, which is to mean recognize your sovereignty and to utilize the gift of free will that you have, whatever you believe is. Mm. And, and that's it. That's like the mind then wants to, to wrestle with that. It's like whatever you believe is. So mm. how does it feel to go into that belief? Pay attention to the feet. Does it serve you to go into that belief? Do Do you create more when you go into that belief? Do you have energy when you, when you, um, choose that as your as a core belief? Like consciously choose. That's your choice. You weren't told to believe that shit. Like mm. our our inner paradigms are a, a construction of what we were told to believe. So, most definitely, both of those things are true because they can be. Yeah. Because
0: it's true, it's true for you. Mm. And um, I love it. And you're right, your body, mm. it, it feels true. Having those two, like if you're like, mm. oh, yeah, both of those make sense, but it's the mind that wants to paddle it out and be like, you must choose one because they <laughs> yeah. separate and wants to compartmentalize yeah. things and simplify mm. things. But, um, mm. yeah, beautiful distinction there, man. Mm. Um, so I'd like to start just wrapping things up. Um so what I want to hear from you is like, what are you most excited about right now? Tell me a little bit about what's true for you in terms of your vision. Like, what are you creating? Mm -hmm. I just, cause I feel like it's really powerful to speak these things Mm. into existence as often as we can, because you never know who's listening that might be able to Want to collaborate, or and I know you said that's a big thing for you right now. So, yeah, what's really exciting for you right now in terms of what you're wanting to create um, in life moving forward?
1: Moving forward, okay. So it feels like I am at the start line, which is a really good place to be because on, on just on the other side of that line is is my whole life as I've known it prior mm. to the weekend that's just gone. Mm. So I'm in a space of. Um, unfamiliarity is yes. all-encompassing of me right now, yes. which means that I am in a space of potential, mm-hmm. which is a really cool thing. So, again, when my, my intention right now, what's exciting me, is to take care of my responsibilities this week and then choose to make space to... Receive insights into what to do with this potential, or what to mm. what to call in out of the field of infinite potential. Mm-hmm. So I, I've got I've got a few, like I've got some direction. I've got a lot of direction, but again, I don't have attachments to what that looks like just yet, or what at what the outcomes would be. The direction is pointing in in the trajectory of uh, working with men, supporting men more. That's like. Mm. It just, just it's it's just a full body yes to me to go there. It doesn't feel easy either, which is kind of like a good signal for me. Is Great it, signal. It, yeah, you know what I mean. I'm like, whoa, okay. Like, that, you know, body says yes, okay. Um, but how I do that? What I really want mm. to honor is what I was preaching just earlier. Is I want to make space where I'm getting in touch with my uniqueness. I don't want to repeat or offer the same stuff that's out there. Even, you know, there is really great stuff out there. Yeah, But I want to... It's my... It it excites me and it's my intention to exemplify my my uniqueness Mm. and make my offering a manifestation or a representation of my uniqueness. So I... Yeah, you know, speaking it out loud like these insights kind of come through, like come through the mind's mm. eye, and they're all mm. terrifying <laughs> <laughs> because it's like oh, another good sign. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I do want to do more process work with men. Like I want to create experiences, like we were talking about. Yeah, I think that's what that's how I transform. I'm so kinesthetic in yeah. in in how I can integrate a spiritual idea give mm. give me the challenge don't talk to me about a challenge create fabricate yeah. or create an environment where that that challenge is real and raw so mm. i can see that being a part of the you know the future the near future for me and that excites the fuck out of me um shit yeah and, and all the things, you know, ex- ex- excitement and the pendulum sw- swings to fear and deep anxiety. I mean, a lot of unknown. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but consciously, uh, you know, the most conscious I've ever been in unknown territory. And, mm. and like I said at the start, I'm tripping out on how solid I feel since choosing to honor my integrity my accountability and um, my congruency yeah I feel like I can handle this I can handle the space of the unknown and I feel like what comes in what insights come in are going to materialize
0: that will be actioned yeah looking forward to seeing how it all unfolds and have no doubt there'll be some collaboration uh, 100% at some point soon Yeah. (laughs) yeah i feel some yeah there'll be some some pretty special things happening i'm sure saucepan's on the head and we just
1: run yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) get one of those big blow up
0: zor balls (laughs) and just just get weird bubble um yeah yeah. um beautiful well thanks so much for your time nick i know it's Mm. a a busy week for you so i really do appreciate um have loved it dropping in and and having a Mm. chat so um, yeah, just share with the, the listeners where, where people can, can find you, where can people come and follow follow your stuff and, mm. and get in contact. Okay. Well,
1: very, very quickly before, totally he- hear and receive your gratitude. So thanks for that, bro. And just want to mm. make it abundantly clear that doing this is what I want to be doing in life. So, it's not mm. that i fit this in it's like stuff fits in around this for me because to share this platform with you and and to you know be invited on by you is like it's that feedback i was talking about it brings me joy and energy so that's that and mm. to um how can you reach me? What was the question? What am I meant to be saying? Yeah,
0: so where can people find you? Socials, oh, okay. website. Cool. So <laughs> You don't have to reach out your phone number if you don't
1: want No. <laughs> <laughs> Send, those. The, um, Send- <laughs> <laughs> My business is called Rhythm Health. Um, spelled a little bit strange to some. So R-H-Y-T-H-M, health. And that's the name of my Instagram. No underscores mm-hmm. or anything. Website is rhythmhealth.com.au. So there's a little bit more info in how I work, what I offer, how you can get in touch, mm. um, and yeah, the 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 services that I that I provide is corrective exercise, holistic lifestyle coaching, um, remedial massage, and men's work. So so those are my four pillars. Of my business right now and um that doesn't exclude women i have a lot of female clients as well and i really Mm. love working with females too um Mm. but yeah that's how you can get in touch and just yeah shoot me a line as well like if you've got a a question or a query um hit me up and i'll Mm. get back to you as soon as i
0: can beautiful awesome thanks thanks for being here man thank you brother love peace. And that is a wrap of episode one of the Conscious Locker Room podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you got a lot out of it. and um, hope you gained some insight and, and got a few nuggets that you can implement into your life. So please just subscribe to the podcast. So we'll be releasing episodes twice a week. I'll be having conversations with people once a week and then once a week I'll release a shorter sort of solo cast where I'll just be speaking into topics that I'm finding inspiring in the moment so subscribe wherever you are and also share this out if you know anybody if you know any men any women that you think could benefit from listening in then please share this with them and until next time have a great day